A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. How are you? How's your week been last week? Obviously, I didn't upload on Friday. I was a little bit busy in the sun, in the sun, on my, hol- my holobobs. God, let me update you on that. Pff, fucking hell. So, I'll just fucking get straight in, shall we, Hans? So, love you. Hope you're all feeling really good. Thank you for tuning into the episode. Can't wait to chat for the next hour. So, listen, right? If you missed it, it was a Woucher holiday, mystery holiday, okay? <laughs> and there's me, right? Fuck it. Worst case scenario, it's all about memories. We'll laugh about it. We'll joke. Oh my God, do you remember that awful place we stayed? Oh, so funny. Good times. No, right. I'll start from the beginning where things started to go wrong for this, for for us, for this holiday. Okay. So we get to Stansted Airport. I've never flown from Stansted before. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm a newbie. I don't know where I'm going around here. But anyway, everything was fine in Sandstead. No, no problems there, right? I mean, me and Jamie was bickering because of the stress of, of the airport. But it's fine. <laughs> we were fine. <laughs> so we go to board the flight. And I give her my boarding pass, passport, whatever. And, and it's like, it flags up red on the computer. Like, <laughs> okay it wasn't that it wasn't that dramatic it literally was just like beep okay sorry if I made it on jump then and um she's like oh um there are we've actually had to change the aircraft and your seats don't exist on this plane and I was like right well what are you gonna do about that as you guys know I'm a very nervous flyer yeah I'm petrified of flying I've done this is what I don't understand I did a 10 hour flight to Miami alone happy as Larry didn't give a fuck I was drinking Prosecco on tap another one please babe like I was just I was literally fine the only thing I was scared about was the fact that when I land I'm stuck somewhere for nine months and with Love Island, I flew alone, and the only thing I was scared about was, oh my fucking god, like what? What have I just signed up to? So I think that's why I was alright flying alone them times because I had too much to worry about elsewhere. But when I'm going on holiday, I find it. Oh, can you hear Missy shaking around? Missy, come here, baby. Sorry, guys. Oh, did I just give everyone the ick? Whenever I hear someone talking their like animal voice, I'm like, stop it. Even though I do it. Hello. 
she's come and sat with me, guys. Hi, baby. Anyway, what I was saying was, when I go on holiday, it's just different. I think because I don't have anything else to worry about and because I'm doing it for a good time, I'm like, is it worth it? Why am I doing this? So anyway, I'm a very nervous flyer. I need to be sat with somebody because if there's turbulence, you better believe I'm freaking out and in my head, we're going down, right? So we pay extra with Ryanair because Ryanair are little fuckers and they pay, you have to pay to any, to, to have a piss on the plane, to breathe on their plane. They're like, that's 50 quid, please. Like fucking hell. So anyway, we paid extra and then all of a sudden our seats don't exist on the aircraft. I said, what, well, what are you going to do about that, darling? No, I wasn't us. I broke down in proper tears in the whole queue of people behind me just trying to board the plane. <sighs> I don't feel bad. It's not my fucking fault. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> start crying, yeah? I'm crying. I'm like, oh, we're going to really never fly. Like, oh, you've got to sort this out for me, please, please. And Jamie's doing all the talking and, and she's just like, mm, nothing I can do, I'm afraid. And I get that. If there's nothing you can do, I totally get that. Your job is literally just get people on that plane it's none it's none of your business really where anyone sits and I was just like okay okay so we're walking on the plane and we get to the first member of the cabin crew and Jameson and they're talking hi mate yeah basically she, she's a really nervous flyer she gets really bad like fear and, and she'll start crying if there's any turbulence like believe me it's going to be in your best interest if you sit next to me otherwise she's going to make it your problem anyway and he's like plane's fully booked mate plane's fully booked I was like right well what the fuck so we walked to the back of the plane i'm crying through walking past everyone crying my eyes out like an idiot and then we get to the back of the plane yeah and there's three empty seats so then we see another cabin crew member again hi mate yeah yeah sorry so i'm so sorry mate basically we have we paid for our seats to be together but we've been split up and she she's going to be really struggling if she's on her own and like she's going to be crying and trust me like blah, blah, blah. and the guy just goes just sit there i don't care and i was like oh Okay, so then we sat on these seats and I'm still crying some panicking thing and someone's about to come over to me and go, excuse me, you're on my seat. Anyway, and then Jamie's just trying to get his attention for ages. Like, are we all right to sit here? Like, what is going on? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, boredom's complete. And I was like, you just put me through all that. So anyway, that was the first trauma for me, yeah? And then we land. <laughs> then Jamie realizes that he doesn't have like roaming abroad so he doesn't have his phone so then we're looking everywhere to buy a sim card so that was the next drama oh no the first drama before that was we couldn't find our driver like we just couldn't find him anywhere in the whole airport yeah and then we have the sim sim card drama and then blah, blah blah we finally make our way to the hotel and when we got there I was like oh this is actually a beautiful place like it's all like white and cobbled and like all the apartments are beautiful but from the outside but the issue at this point was there's nothing here literally nothing here like we was in the middle of nowhere basically I was like right okay what do we do because in my experience every time I've booked a, ho a hotel on holiday I'm always in an area where you can just walk out the door and you'll find a restaurant within five feet do you know what I mean and you'll find a bar and you'll find something to do and you can just walk your way into a night out um but here it was there was nothing there was literally like a tennis court um, and an ice cream shop and like one very, very, very quiet restaurant. And I was like, where the hell are we? Excuse me, shaking your collar around, yeah? I'm trying to talk to my friends. Um, yeah, so then we're in the middle of nowhere, so whatever. We go in, we go to the reception to check in and 
it's very dark, very old. Like it's all dark oak. There's like no lights in there. Bearing in mind it's nighttime when we get there as well. And she's like, she's very nice. The woman there is very nice. And she checked us in and she was like, my dog is the loudest dog right now. And she checks us in and then she's like, let me show you to your room. And we're like, okay, sure, okay, great. This is very luxury. Normally it's like, yeah, just that way, that way, that way. Have a nice day. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, she's like, let me show you to your room. I was like, don't know if it's creepy or just really polite. So anyway, she shows us to our room and we walk in and it was just, it was giving Jeffrey Dahmer, like it was like a old American motel vibe. Like the bed was basically on the floor. The mattress was like, I've got socks thicker than that mattress. There was like one tiny pillow each, a bed sheet, um, the shower was literally like a shower curtain and behind the shower curtain was like them little box showers with like them shower heads that you just like wash your hair with. And it was really, it was very clean. So I was just, I was trying to be positive. I was like, it's clean. Do you know what I mean? It's clean. It's absolutely fine. We've got a balcony. Everything's going to be fine. And then I was, I was in that room for about 10 minutes and I was like, something's just freaking me out about this room like I don't know I feel like I've gone back in time and I was just like getting freaked out and I think because in my head I really wanted just like a really nice couple's holiday and I was like I just don't like it and listen I'm not snobby okay I've stayed in some absolute dives especially when I was young like we me and my mum me and my mum me and my family like we're working class my mum's got four kids so we just get the cheapest holidays we can get make the most incredible memories and just have the most amazing time like it doesn't matter where you stay right but there was just something about this place. I was like, this is really scary. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just, I think because the area was so quiet. Like if we was in like the Albufeira Center or something, like I probably could have just got on with it. But it's because like we was in a really horrible room and in the middle of nowhere. So if I wanted to escape, I was like, where am I going to fucking go? And then anyway, Jamie was like, right, what we're going to do is we're going to leave now, not like check out. We're just going to go out. We're going to walk as far as we need to fucking walk to find a freaking cocktail around it. We're going to sit down. We're going to go, right, we're on holiday now. And we're going to talk about what we're going to do about this situation. And I was just like, okay. And I was really trying not to get upset, but I'm not, not in a spoiled way, more just in, I was very overwhelmed, especially because of the day we'd had as well. Like I was just really overwhelmed and I was like, oh, like I'm scared. I'm scared. Anyway, we sat in a hotel, we sat in a cocktail bar and then we had a look on booking.com and we found this like incredible place. It was literally like a villa, um, in Albufeira, like right in the middle. And it was really cheap. Like it was like for three nights, it was like 270 pound, which I think is really fucking good because it, it will cost you 130 to stay in a premier inn in London these days, right? For a night. So we was like, okay, do you know what? Let's just fucking book it and let's just go. And we booked it for the next day. So we did spend the night in that hotel. And then the next day we literally went to the beach all day to our local beach which was it was nice like it was a beautiful beach like oh my god it's stunning like it was so different to like any beach I've ever seen like it was more like it was very orange and like it was full of big cliffs and rocks it was like a hiker's beach not like a proper holiday maker's beach so we went there and there was no like bars on the beach restaurants on the beach it wasn't that kind of beach it was more like a like a beach with views so we spent the day there and we were just sunbathing all day and we was like oh like I feel good now like we're on holiday now do you know what I mean and then we went back checked into the new place 
and it was fucking insane it was the most beautiful place I think I've ever stayed like it was about nine apartments I'd say like in a big villa complex kind of thing with with like a private rooftop pool um and there was only like one or two other apartments that had any people in that we saw like three people the the whole time we were there until the end let me tell you that so it was absolutely fucking amazing and we were literally running around the apartment like screaming with happiness um and then we I tried to turn on the aircon and music started blasting out of the ceiling and I was like this place just gets better and better and it was just amazing and to be fair when we checked out of the original hotel the woman was so nice she was literally like oh that's okay like don't worry about it like whatever because obviously we still just paid whatever we weren't like give me my fucking money back like obviously <laughs> we were just like oh like we're just gonna go more towards the center like don't worry um so yeah, and then we ended up so happy in this beautiful place right in Albufeira, which was perfect because you could walk here. It was like a 30 minute walk because it wasn't like right down by the beach, but it was in Albufeira. So we were in a good spot, but we didn't really want to walk it because it was very hilly there. So we ended up getting Ubers like into um like the beach and town center and stuff. And it was like £2.80 for an Uber. It was fucking amazing. Um, Yeah. So we had the most incredible thing, like incredible few days there. And we went to the beach, we did a bit of shopping, had loads of time around the pool, drinking cocktails. Like It was just amazing, right? And then the last day comes, right? And bearing in mind, our flight was at 8 p.m. So we was aiming to get to the airport about 5 p.m. But we had to check out of our apartment at 11 because he said he had new guests coming in. So we we're like, no problems, whatever. He said we can keep our bags in the place um, and just hang out by the pool all day. So we was like, fucking stunning, top up the tan. Just relax all day before we catch a flight home. Absolutely gorgeous day. Probably my ideal type of day, do you know what I mean? So... I'm the day before I started getting stomach cramps right and if you guys know you know I get the most insane periods I'm sure I've got endometriosis I've I've never been diagnosed with it so don't please don't think I'm, I'm saying I've got it but I've been to so many doctors about it and I've said look I have every symptom on the list you name it I fucking got it when I get my periods people have called like basically said to me right we're going to call you an ambulance because you're having a miscarriage and I'm always like no I'm not having a miscarriage trust me this happens every time because I'll be like throwing up I'll be pale as fuck I'll be sweating out I'll be there's times where I've literally fainted once I like flipped off the toilet where I passed out because I was curled over with my head in between my legs just clutching onto my stomach and then I fainted and I just like came back around and I was like upside down on the toilet floor with my toe and managed to split it open I was pissing with blood out of my toe and my purse right so anyway I get really really bad periods and every time I go to a doctor about it I do have PCO like I don't think I have PCOS because I don't have the testosterone and stuff they said I just have PCO um which is polycystic ovaries so but yeah that doesn't explain a lot of my other symptoms anyway so every time I go to a doctor, they tell me just to go on the pill, right? This has relevance. They tell me just to go on the pill because I take the mini pill, which stops your periods, which so in their heads, they're like, no periods, no pains, no problem, right? And I'm like, right, okay, but what if I do have endometriosis? We're just gonna pretend that's not happening until I wanna have kids, like what the fuck? And they basically just say, yeah, worry about it when you wanna have kids. So anyway, I've been on the pill for 10 years and it's terrified me, the thought of how dangerous it can be to stay on it for that long. And the the unknown of like, 
what is a real period for me now? Because obviously when you're on the pill and you get your bleeding, it's not a real period. So I was like, do I even get real periods? Like, have I lost my periods? How regular are my periods? Because now I know I have PCO, but I didn't even know that before I was on the pill. So like, how regular are my periods going to be now? Because obviously that is that can just give you really irregular periods. So anyway, about three months ago, I was like, I'm stopping my pill. I'm just, I'm coming clean off it. Don't worry, me and Jamie are using other methods. I'm not trying for a baby. And yeah, so I came off my pill three months ago and I hadn't had a period for the last two months of my pill. And then obviously three months since coming off my period, I hadn't had one yet. And I was getting, I was getting so anxious and upset thinking I've lost my periods. I'm never going to be able to have children. Like it's hard enough when you've got PCO. Now I'm not even going to have a period ever again because doctors have put me on the pill for 10 years and now I'm not going to have fucking periods. And my chance to have children has just been taken away from me. So I was always stressed about that and I told myself right when I get back from holiday I'm going to book a book a doctor's appointment and talk to them about my period see if there's anything they can do or look into whatever on the last day of my holiday I come on my fucking period <laughs> listen a massive 90% of me was so happy to be on my period I was like thank you universe thank you whoever I have periods it's a fucking miracle. I'm so happy. It's my first real period in 10 years. And I was so happy. But boy, oh boy, did it fucking hurt. And I was in agony, right? The pain started getting really bad. <clears throat> so I had like the lightest bit of spot in the day before the last day. And then when I was sat around the pool, we checked our bags. I mean, we checked out the hotel, left our bags, got in our bikinis. Well, Jamie wasn't in a bikini. I was in a bikini. <laughs> sat around the pool. This lad shows up, right? He just checked in and he's Northern. So if you guys know, Northerners, whenever they bump into anywhere and in, into each other anywhere, it's, oh mate, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Manchester. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Leeds. Oh, no way. It's all up road from me. Yeah, that's what Northerners do, right? So they're chatting away, chatting away. And this guy's like, yeah, there's like 34 of my mates showing up today. I was like, you're joking. You're joking. And he's like, yeah, we're here for a stag. I was like, I literally said to him, how do you have 34 friends? Please somebody explain that to me. He wasn't the stag. He was just like invited on the stag do. But yeah, I was like, how does this guy have 35 friends? Like 34 friends? Like what the frick? Anyway, he's like, yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. Like, and they're all from Leeds, right? So I was like, right this is just brilliant and I said right okay so what are your plans today then he's like we're just gonna have a pool day I was like of course you are of course you fucking are when I when I've got nowhere to go of course you're having a fucking pool day <laughs> anyway it was fine because he was such a nice guy and we had a, like a laugh with him and then like three other blokes showed up and we was all having a little giggle together around the pool like, having a good chat and that and I was totally fine and then my cramps started getting a bit worse. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is actually quite painful now. Bearing in mind, I don't have any tampons. And I wasn't wearing any because I'd only had a bit of spotting once the day before. Like, literally a little tiny bit in the morning and then nothing for the rest of the day. So I thought, oh, I'm not getting a period. I'm just a bit of spotting. Right. So then 30, to what, however many lads start walking towards the apartments and they're like oh yo get your fucking cock out like proper lads 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 on tour i thought fucking hell it's hell in here and i was like oh my god i'm just trying to have a nice relaxing holiday with my boyfriend and then as i'm sunbathing on the sun lounger surrounded by 35 lads 36 including mine 
I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, something's just fallen out of my vagina. And I could just feel, you know the difference. You know the difference between discharge and blood. And when, when like, water comes out, you menge. Do you know what I mean? You know when you get out of the pool sometimes, that water comes out. Or, like, when you get out of the bath, like, water comes out, right? You know when it's blood. It's just different. And I was like, I'm bleeding. Uh, Yeah, I'm bleeding. And Jamie's like, okay, um, well, can you get in the water and, like, rinse? I'm like, no, so not. I'll just get in the water. Just Sorry, guys, don't mind the period blood. Just rinse in. I was like, no, babe. I can't do that. If anything, that's everything I can't do. I cannot get in that water now. And it's fucking boiling, by the way. And I thought, oh, my God, I am burning up. And I didn't want to move because I thought, it's going to be all over my fucking towel. It's going to be all over my towel. And I was wearing like a, like a grey and white bikini. And I was like, oh, it's going to be blood city down there when I stand up. I thought, I don't know how heavy I am yet. I don't I don't know how my periods work. I don't know if it's just going to be like a little bit in my pants or if I'm going to stand up, it's going to be down my legs. <sighs> Niagara Falls. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So I just like froze there for like about 10 minutes. I was like, if maybe if I just lay here, it will go away. <laughs> and then it all got a bit too much with these guys and I was like I need to leave like I need to leave I'm I'm panicking now I'm panicking and I was like Jamie was just trying to help he was like trying to give me all these suggestions like and I thought I need to get up and see the situation and I turned to the side on the sun lounger and just opened my legs to Jamie in a private corner and I said just let me know if you can see blood just let me know so I opened my legs spread an eagle as sly as I can he's trying to look at my pussy (laughs) without it looking like I'm just going yeah you want that so he looks and he's like I can't see anything and I was like okay thank god for that so I stood up and I thought let me just go and put my feet in the pool for a bit because I'm fucking roasting and I'm getting all stressed so let me just go and cool my feet down in this nice pool water and I'm sat there and I thought shit this this brick wall is wet right so when I get up, there's going to be fucking blood, like watery blood where I've been sat. I was like, shit, what have I done? What have I done? I've made a mistake. I've made a mistake. I can't believe I've done this. Anyway, I had to. I just thought, and then anyway, I did like a little rotation and I spread my legs and looked down to check if there was blood on the wall and there wasn't. So I was like, okay, well, obviously we're not talking too much blood at this point. Bear it in mind, I can't go to a toilet because I've checked out of our room. We're just in like private villas. That It's not like a reception. I can go into the public toilet. There's no public toilet. So I was like, fuck, what am I going to do till 5pm? Bearing in mind, it's half past 12 at this point in the afternoon. I've got four and a half hours for this. And then we was like weighing up our options and we said okay let's go to the beach we'll leave we'll, no 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 I said we'll take our bags to the fucking beach we had a suitcase and two carry-on bags and I said we'll find a beachfront restaurant put the bags under the table and we will just sit there and drink sangria for four hours bearing in mind my cramps are getting worse worse the pressure is getting worse right I was like shit this is getting a lot worse and we said we're just gonna have to go to the beach because I can't stay here I ain't staying there I love ya but I ain't staying here I was like I can't there's no toilet I'm surrounded by 35 piss heads right now trying to have a good time and I feel like I'm bringing the mood down because they're just trying to be polite around me and I don't want them to have to do that I want them to be able to just go fucking crazy and have this place to themselves let's get out of the way so we go to where our bags were kept and we I did like a little test I wiped my puss to see how bloody it was and it was fine like it was only like a little bit but 
it was there. There was blood. It wasn't like I was dripping thick clots or anything. Sorry, guys. That's fucking gross. But oh, come on. You know, if you get periods, you know. So anyway, and then we bumped into one of the ladies that was cleaning the apartments. And Jamie said to her, do you have any tampons? And she didn't speak English. So then he put it on her, on his translate on his phone. And, and then thank this woman, my guardian angel sent to me, right? She had a fucking tampon. She found a tampon for me out of the cleaning cupboard. Oh my God, I cannot tell you the relief. I had to go into a corner in this car garage and pop in a tampon, just standing up and pop it in, stood up. If my boyfriend still loves me after this day, I truly believe nothing will break us, you know? So anyway, I'm I'm tamponed in. There's a plug. I'm plugged in, right? I was like, I'm all right now. No, I can't leak at this point. Now my problem is I'm in absolute agony. When I tell you agony, I felt like I was going to pass out, felt like I was going to vomit. And then you're in this like 30 degree heat. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Jamie just books us an Uber. We go straight to the beach. And luckily we found this like bar on the beach that had a top level and there was nobody sat up there. And there was like loads of really nice, comfortable chairs, umbrellas. So we could keep the bags under in the shade. And we sat up there all day drinking sangria, playing cards. And there was a public toilet so I could go to the toilet, sort myself out, get changed, everything. Oh, and it turned out all right. It turned out all right in the end. But I cannot tell you the trauma I've been through. But overall, it was an amazing holiday. And I had an amazing time. I love the Portuguese people, the nicest people, like what the fuck, literally so nice. The beaches are beautiful, like so unique to like a lot of places I've been, like there's so many caves and stuff. And they were, they were just stunning. The sea was really nice. As we know, I don't swim in the sea, especially after all these shark attacks. Shark attacks, no thank you. Um, the restaurants was so nice. The food was good. I had this amazing steak pasta on the last night. We sat on the beach. We timed it perfectly. We watched the sunset over the beach, sat on a restaurant. We had the table closest to the sea and it was just fucking amazing. Like me and Jamie just kept looking at each other like, this is my favorite night. Like this is just amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. And I got some really cute photos. I can't lie. So um, follow me on Instagram and show some love. <laughs> love you guys. So that is my holiday rundown. I wanted to have a proper catch up since I missed an episode on Friday. And yeah, I just, as I was on holiday, I'd literally, Jamie, even Jamie would say this to me, like, I bet you can't wait to tell the girls on the pod. I was like, I honestly can't wait to tell them about this period drama and the boys. Although you probably don't want to hear about my periods, but whatever. So yeah, guys, I had an amazing holiday. Portugal was gorgeous, but my periods made it hell. And, um, the stag do was not ideal but it was fine do you know what I mean so would I recommend a voucher holiday no because let me break it down for you right we paid 130 pound each we got two nights in Portugal and then we paid another 200 pound wait no 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 yeah yeah yeah. 200 pounds so another 100 pound each so it turned out 330 pound at this point each sorry 230 pound at this point each 
And that was to add two nights because we thought two nights in Portugal is just not enough. I want to see it. Do you know what I mean? So we did four nights. We thought 230 quid. That's actually a bargain. Four nights in Portugal, 330 quid. Sweet. And then we added 30 pound to change our flight time because they were flying us out on the first night getting there at night and on the last day we were leaving early morning so we said how much is it to change our flight to a late flight on the last day and he said 30 quid so we thought fuck it it's only 30 quid so at this point it's 260 pound per person so already it's gone from 130 pound per person to 260 pound bearing in mind this is all our own choices right so don't don't think that I'm saying, oh my God, we've been scammed. Like, obviously we know we could have had a £130 holiday. We could have just gone for two nights in Portugal and done it for 130 quid. So if that's what you'd want to do, do it. But we wanted like more of a proper trip. So we was like, fuck it. We was willing to pay it. It's still really cheap. Yeah. And then we had to pay to add a bag because we was like, this isn't just this with Ryanair, their bags are fucking tiny. And we were like, I have a lot of liquids. Oh, fuck it. Like, I'd rather just have a have a case. We just paid like the 10 kg, the little case just to check in so we could bring as many liquids as we want and just have that extra weight. Do you know what I mean? And that cost, I cannot remember off the top of my head, but I want to say 50 quid or 60 quid. I think it was 60 because I'm pretty sure it was like 30 or 35 each way, which may have made it 70. So let's just say 60. We'll go in the middle, right? So what's the price at this point? About, what did I say we was on? 230. So 260 at this point per person. And then we realized we need to sort airport transfers, which was 70 quid. So that's like another 35 each. So let's round this up. We're on 300 pound a person now. So we've already gone from 130 to 300. Bearing in mind airport transfers isn't an added luxury like that. You you do need that. So we paid for that. And then we, wait, there was other things. Oh, and then we paid to change our flights, which was 20 pound each way. So 20 pound each. So 320 quid I'm losing count on my maths right now so now we're on 320 so we're up 200 quid pretty much um and then we got to our apartment and realized we just couldn't stay there it was kind of scary and in the middle of nowhere we would have ended up spending a lot of money on transfers into Albufeira every day so then we paid 270 pound again this was just a choice like we could have stayed there we just chose not to we'd pay 270 pounds to move apartments so what's that in half 135 so now this is 400 and something each so basically we did all the math and it worked out that with all the things that we added obviously a lot of them were just choices that we made with all the things that we added it turned out to be like 500 pound a person which I don't think is that bad considering how incredible the holiday was and how amazing it was. But obviously that's without any money that you spend out there. So yeah, that's what I would just say. It's up to you, depending on whether you just want to literally get what you're given and not pay for any extra baggage and not pay for like changing your flight times not pay for extra days and stuff then you will get like a two-day trip to Portugal for 130 quid which I do genuinely think is really really good um and like I said if the hotel was in a better location I would have just stayed there because you don't spend much time in the in the hotel anyway so it wouldn't have been that big of a deal if it was just in a better location so but some people just get really lucky and they get like the most amazing places so yeah that's my thoughts on the Welcher mystery holiday if anybody was thinking about doing it 
I did say I would feed back on whether I would recommend it or not. So yeah, that's me being totally transparent about it. Okay, that was a 30 minute intro. But like I said, I just wanted to catch up properly. Like, I hate missing an episode. And I wanted to tell you all about the holiday, to be honest. So yeah, thank you for listening to that long story. And let's just get back into the normal swing of things. It's a normal Tuesday. So we will be doing a weekly debate and dilemmas. Let's get straight into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levain to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everybody, get comfy. This is going to be a long episode I'm seeing because I've already been talking for half an hour and we haven't even got into the proper episode yet. But I hope you guys are in for it. You know, this is going to be a long ride. Let me know if you stay till the end. <laughs> Love you so much. Okay, the weekly debate this week is, honestly, how important are looks versus personality? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I don't feel like we've properly discussed this as a weekly debate. So I know we did, would you be able to be with somebody if you didn't fancy them initially? But I don't think we've discussed like how important are looks versus personality. So let's have a look what you guys are saying. We have a lot of responses to this one. It says, I know it's shallow, but I need to find them attractive. Otherwise, I won't make effort. I think I'm the same, to be honest with you there. I need an initial attraction, but if you've got no chat, it's immediately no. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's a lot of times where you can meet someone who's like, oh my God, they're fucking gorgeous. And then it's literally like talking to a brick wall and you're like, wow, okay, I'm going to get really bored of how good looking you are. Do you know what I mean? 
I'd say half and half, but personality for me sets someone's looks off massively. Yeah, I agree. This is the thing, like you could meet somebody and be like, yeah, they're all right. Like not my usual type, but you know, I can appreciate they're they're okay. And then you get to know them and they're like really funny, really kind. And then you're like, they're so attractive. Do you know what I mean? And the other way you can meet someone and you're like, oh my God, they're so fucking sexy. And then you get to know them and they're just a dick. And all of a sudden you're like, you're ugly, mate. Do you know what I mean? Obviously no one's ugly, you know what I mean? Looks are important at first, but personality is more important overall. Looks important initially, but personality is what makes a relationship last. Yes, this is the thing. We can't marry the way somebody looks because, well, I mean, you can, but how happy is that going to make you, you know? It's 50-50 for me, I think. You have to find the other person physically attractive. Yeah, do you know what? It's interesting to say 50-50 because I've never thought about what percentage matters to me because this is the thing. I have been with people or dated people, whatever, where they're not really my type and I don't like massively fancy them. And I've always found that them ones are actually the ones that are fucking dicks. And in my experience, like Jamie, my boyfriend now, I've never fancied anyone as much as I fancy him. And he is the nicest, like most giving person. Like he is just such a giver. He will do anything he can to make me happy. So his personality and looks are just the best. But I have been with someone who like your looks are just like you're good looking. But at the same time, it's like you're not good looking enough to treat me like that. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? No. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. I find you start to find them physically attractive if their personality is. Yeah, I agree with you there. Low-key equally as important. I don't really feel attracted to someone if I don't know their personality or don't like it. Yeah, see, this is the thing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a personality girl, I'm a personality guy. But it's like, surely you've got to look at someone and want to talk to them first before you get to know their personality. Or are you? do you mean that like your intentions aren't ever romantic. It's just that you like get to know someone and then you like, wait, I kind of fancy you. Do you know what I mean? Um, have to find them attractive, but a good personality can make someone so much more attractive. I do agree with you 100%. You have to have initial attraction, but then I feel they become better looking with personality. Yeah, agreed. As long as I don't look at you and think, ew, we're all good. I'm a personality girly 100%. Yeah, I love that. Personality is so important. You can't be truly happy with someone if they only have good looks. Personality is the biggest thing, but I need to fancy you and want to have sex. Yeah, see, this is the thing. It's about sex, isn't it? Like, it's all well and good going, yeah, you know, they're they're nice looking. But like, do you look at them and think, fuck me? Do you know what I mean? Because that's how you want to feel looks attract us personality depends whether we stay oh my god you've literally summed it up perfectly that's it yeah i love that from you yeah i'm with you on that i'm keeping that definitely needs to be an initial attraction but their personality is the most important part um looks without personality is a no-go yeah i'd say looks to personality 2080 okay well I'd like to know I should have asked that I'd like to know what percent are you what percent personality what percent looks because I'd say I'm 50 I'd say I'm 60% personality 40% looks to be honest if I'm being very honest here because and that doesn't mean that I I wouldn't be with somebody who I didn't think like oh my fucking god you're amazing I just mean how do I describe this basically okay I know 
Somebody could have the most incredible personality in the world, but if I don't fancy you, it's, I can't, I'm, you're just going to have to be my friend. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I'd say it's 60% personality because that's more important to me. That's what's going to make me happy. That's what's going to bring into my life and what's going to make us connect. But the 40% is so high because it's like, you could be bang on with a personality, but um, it's not enough to be honest, if I don't, if I don't want to have sex with you, do you know what I mean? Or if I don't get giddy when, when we're dating. Yeah. So basically you guys are pretty much, the majority of you are agreeing that your personality makes you more attractive. Personality is mostly more important, but I need to find you attractive because that is the only difference. That is the only thing setting you aside from my friends is that I fancy you and I don't fancy my friends. Do you know what I mean? That is the only thing taking us over that line. So yeah. Okay. Great weekly debate, you guys. Thank you so much for sending in all of your responses. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you're not following Leah on the line on Instagram, make sure you go and do that right now so you can get involved, get in the chat, get in the convo. Do you know what I mean, babe? All right. Let's get into some dilemmas. Okay, everybody. These dilemmas, they're looking good. They're looking difficult. Okay. I'm going to give it my best shot. So here we go. Let's start off with this one. Love you all so much. Hey girl, absolutely love you and the podcast day one listener here. Oh my God, I love you so much. Thank you. Okay, I wish I wasn't having to write in for a dilemma, but here we are. So me and my now husband, husband, she's a wife guys, have been together for 13 years. Wow. Long term, long term. That is literally over half my life. Oh my gosh, I'm 27. So yeah, it's nearly half your life. Because double your life, that would be... Half your life would be... Thirteen and a half. Yeah, basically, basically half your life you've been with this guy. I'm 27 and he's 29 for reference. He has always had quite a short fuse and stresses out to the point where he just gets angry at stupid things and then causes a massive argument which just which just isn't needed at all. Oh my god, you're fucking draining me, hun. Stop, do you know what I mean? You're draining me, babe. He has quite a physical job and I work from home, but when it comes to the house and doing stuff, everything is 50-50. But sometimes he acts as if I don't do anything and always makes comments that he works harder than me, which obviously pisses me off to the max. Right, do you know what pisses me off? So what? Obviously, I'm not saying you do. Fuck that, right? But say it was a fact that he worked harder than you. So what? Do you know what I mean? Your job might just be harder than mine. So what? That doesn't that doesn't degrade my job. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking out. I don't get that. Anyway, when he gets angry, he doesn't always say the nicest things and sometimes even goes back to his mum's. What the at 29, yeah, at your big age. And then she says, man child, I know. I just don't know what to do. I love him, but I can't help thinking this will never change and that I could be bringing our, fu- uh, bringing our future children up in this situation, which I do not want at all. It's so hard as when we're good, we are amazing and everything would be perfect if it wasn't for his temper. He's like it with other people too, not just me. 
Right, so it's a him problem, really. I have tried telling him how I feel and then he will apologise, but it just happens again. I just don't know what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. Love you, girl. I love you so much. See, this is the tough thing and I've been in your situation. Bear in mind, I have not been married and with the person 13 years, which makes it a lot harder. But I've been in your situation where you feel like everything would just be so perfect if you would just stop doing this one thing. I'm asking one thing and it would be fucking perfect. Why can't you just give me that, right? And I know that frustrating feeling because you can touch it. You can almost touch that perfect, like perfected relationship that you've experienced but, and you can almost touch it full time. You can just see it and you, you've had it and you just want it all the time. And I know that feeling, right? But what I want to say to you is I heard recently, do not choose a man that you would not choose to bring up your daughter, right? And your sons as well. But, you know, that was just the quote. So when you said it, it makes you scared that you're going to bring your children up into this environment, it's almost like, well, that says a lot, you know, that says what what we've learned is this ain't going to fucking work. This how he's being now, it's not good enough. Right. So he's got two options, lose you or sort it out, sort shit out. And I think we need to have a conversation of maybe it's a bit of anger management, a bit of counselling, a bit of deep breathing, a bit of self-awareness, a bit of meditation, whatever it is, you've got to do it for me, you've got to do it for yourself, you've got to do it for other people around you, you've got to do it for for your future children and he's got to want to do it and unfortunately if someone doesn't want to do it, they will never do it and they won't just magically change and I know the feeling where you're just like it's been like this for so long and you think they keep telling you oh oh yeah I'll sort it out I'll sort it out I'll sort it out you're not sorting it out and I think the more somebody shows you themselves like this the more you got to listen to it and you got to love yourself more than you love this man because if it's not making you feel happy that is the most important thing, you know? So I think it's a situation where he's either got to really put in the work to sort out this anger, because it's not fair, and just grow up a bit. So go back to your fucking mum's house, you're 30 next year, babe, or this year, who knows? Or it's a, this is over and it's not going to work because I deserve better than this. So either you're going to give me the better or I'm going to go out and somebody else will give it to me. There, there's your options, babe. Because essentially... It's very simple what I'm asking you to do. Just do a bit of work. I'm here. Let's do I'm I'm with you through this. It's gonna be a journey. I don't expect you to change overnight. I don't expect any fast, rapid progress. I just expect progress. I expect effort. I expect willingness to change this particular part of you because I love you and I love everything else about you. But this this part is overwhelmingly difficult and it's making my life very exhausting and difficult and I'm making a choice now so you're either gonna work with me to work on this part of you or we're gonna just say this is the end of the road that might be brutal but I think it's the case for me it would be it's like well I don't like it and if you're not doing nothing about it then you leave you leave me no choice I'm not gonna choose it why would I choose this if you're choosing it, it doesn't mean I need to choose it. It doesn't mean I need to be with someone like that. I don't. And I won't. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
take with that what you will. Have a little think about it, what you want to say to him, how you want to word it. But just understand that you have every right to feel what you're feeling. And it, it, it would be nice to see some willingness to change, not just, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I'll work on it. Maybe you can't do this on your own. Maybe we just need a bit of support and that's fine. I'd be so proud of you if you did that. And I find that very attractive, you know? Love you, babe. Good luck with all of that. Let me know how it all goes. Okay, next one. Hi, Leah. I love your podcast so much. I just wish there was more. Oh, God, girl. I'm exhausted as it is. <laughs> I love you. If I had more time, there'd be an episode every week. Every, I mean, every day. Okay. I need some help. Me and my boyfriend are longish distance, two hours. I don't drive, so I get the train there most weekends. When I see him, we have such a nice time and everything is fine. However, when I go home, his communication is awful. We both work nine to five jobs, so don't speak until like six every evening. So when he goes out, he barely texts me. Kind of acts like I don't exist, to be honest. Okay. Rude. Communication is a big thing to me, and I've told him this so many times. I'm at the point where I'm actually bored of having the same conversation, and it's draining me and making me upset. Yeah, I know that. I know that. At the start of the relationship, he was obsessed with me. He would call me text all the time especially when he was out I'm not expecting that now because obviously the honeymoon period is over after us being together three years I just wanted some advice I feel I feel drained deflated and upset and constantly think if he wanted to he would what's your opinion love you so this is difficult because I definitely know that boys and girls we get too comfortable sometimes and we, sometimes we just don't feel the need to be texting and calling. And I do think it's very normal to an extent. But I think I don't think it should ever disappear. Like I think to be obsessed with someone at the beginning, obviously, you're not going to maintain that for the rest of our lives. Usually, sometimes you might. In the odd occasion, they might. But a lot of the time, it's okay. You don't need to be fucking obsessed with me. Just just love me and respect me. Do you know what I mean? Um, so this is a difficult one because the nine to five thing makes, makes it harder to sort of argue that. It's more the going out that sounds like a bit of an issue. Um, because I know from experience, and I know I keep doing this. I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm just hoping you might be able to relate to this feeling. I know from experience that feeling of, I don't want, when it when I'm asking you, why don't you text me when you go on a night out? Why do I never hear from you? When they do, it doesn't feel good because it's like, well, you're just doing this because I've give you shit for it. So they kind of can't win. Once they've already made that choice to not text you and not communicate with you, and then you give them shit for it or just ask them to do it, and then when they do it, it can kind of just feel a bit like you still don't want to do it. You're still not doing this because you want to and because you're thinking about me and because you love me. You're doing it because you're trying to stay in the good books. So it's kind of hard once you've communicated that that it's an issue. It's kind of really difficult for it to feel nice and feel natural. So, hmm, this is difficult. I think it's easy to understand. Um, sorry, easy? I think I meant to say it's important to understand that, you know, it's, it's very normal for dynamics to change after the honeymoon period and stuff. But I do think it should always feel like, not obsessive, like you should always feel like you're together and you're a team and it's you two and 
and you should always just know that in your stomach and you shouldn't have doubts about you know how do you feel about me blah blah blah. obviously it happens all the time and especially when it comes to anxiety and overthinking like don't get me wrong it's so easy to work yourself into that sort of state but what I'm saying is relationships should just feel good most of the time like they just should otherwise what's why why are we doing that why are we in it do you know what I mean so I would maybe think that there might be a conversation that needs to be had about like where should we work on our relationship outside of this like should we make more time for each other oh I just literally pointed the mic away from my face like is it a case of we need to build our connection up a little bit again which might make you think about me more when you go on nights out and you might I might be on your mind more because you feel happier because because we're a little bit closer recently do you know what I mean so I feel like maybe it's a sign that you're just feeling a little bit distant from each other because like I said it's difficult to tell somebody I need you to text me more because when they do it's, you still don't get that nice feeling because you know they're not doing it because they want to whereas if you work on the relationship and how close you are and the quality time you're spending together or whatever and then they're messaging you more you know that that's come from a place of love and it's genuine so yeah I'd maybe consider that I don't know if that's good advice or not but I love you and I hope everything works out for you too I'm sure you will I'm sure it will I love you so much next dilemma Okay, this one says, cheating on lads' holidays. Hi, Leah. I just wanted to say you're smashing the pod. Long time listener here and never thought I'd be writing in. Oh, I love you so much. And I'm sorry we're having a dilemma, but I'm here. Let's do this. In April, I started messaging this boy. We'll call him Ben. I met him once and instantly clicked, but I had a girl's holiday booked to go to Tenerife a week later. I fucking love Tenerife. It's the best place ever. It's the best holiday. I told Ben all about it and he was fine with it. Saw me two days after I'd landed and listened to everything that I'd done while I was there. Fast forward to this week, Ben tells me he has a holiday coming up which he had booked before knowing me. Weirdly, it was in the same place in Tenerife that I'd gone to in April. Okay. He didn't say that at the time I went that he had this planned which I thought was weird but moved on from it yeah like if somebody was like oh I'm going to Costa Adegi in Tenerife you'd be like oh no way I'm going there in April or whenever he's going do you know what I mean you'd be like oh that's crazy I'm going there and especially when you're telling him all about your holiday he'd naturally be like oh that's sick like I'll do that when I go do you know what I mean interesting I get the feeling he didn't book this before but maybe he did I don't know um I said it's hard because we're both getting feelings now he flew on Thursday. I had flowers and chocolate sent to my house at Friday morning from him. <gasps> oh my God. I had no worries at all about him, even though he's technically fully single as we are only seeing each other. Okay, so we haven't had a conversation about exclusivity by the sounds of things. He reassured me his mindset is just a drinking holiday and that he's all about me. Being a little bit psycho, I checked his following. It had gone up by one. Oh, no. <laughs> this girl happened to be in Tenerife from her story. Oh, shit. I asked him about it. Oh, no. Who's this fucking girl, hey? Who's the fucking girl you follow? I've seen that. She's in fucking Tenerife. I've seen it on a story. <laughs> Sometimes you just got you got to know the answer, ain't you? I asked him about it. He said he's just making friends out here. Am I stupid for carrying on to speak to this boy or am I out of sight, out of mind? Thank you. Love you. 
Okay, listen, babe, there's a big possibility that he's flirting with a girl on Tenerife and he's got her on Instagram. But, and I know you're like, Leah, shut the fuck up. That's not what I want to hear, bitch. But just listen to me. I actually think that's okay. Now, listen, 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 listen. We, how long have you guys been seeing each other? I think you did mention, um, you started talking in April, April, May, June. Okay, it is early days-ish. It is early days. It is early days. So what I want to say to you is rather than freaking out, oh my God, what if he's talking to this girl? What if he really fancies her? We need to think, okay, there's a big possibility he is literally just making friends, you know? But let's say he is flirting with her, whatever, and he fancies her. It doesn't matter. How about that? How about so what? How about he's going to come home from Tenerife and if he's had sex with her, hopefully he'll have the decency to tell me and we'll be fine. You know, I'll decide what I want to do once I've got that information. I'll appreciate the honesty, to be honest. He's not, he doesn't owe me anything. We're not exclusive, you know. I just appreciate the honesty. It's early days. How about that mindset? <laughs> I know there's probably so many people thinking, Leah, what the actual fuck? <laughs> but listen, 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 listen. Only because I think it's normal. I think it's totally normal. If I was seeing someone very loosely and, you know, it wasn't serious yet and we weren't exclusive and I was on holiday, I'll be flirting. I'll be flirting chatting boys and if they went on holiday and we weren't exclusive and it wasn't deep and it wasn't serious yet I'd expect the same from him however I have just remembered he sent you flowers and stuff to your house so yeah this is my this is my genuine thoughts I think that he is serious about you and he does fancy the fuck out of you and he does want to see where things go with you and he is thinking about you and he is serious blah 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 but I do think there is a possibility that he's just met this girl with his mates and, and he's like, yeah, she's quite fit and might have just had a night where he's like, what's your Insta, blah, blah, blah. And that that was probably it, you know? But he is serious about you and he does really like you, but it is early days. So he's not in the mindset of don't look at girls, don't talk to girls, don't fancy girls. Do you know what I mean? Because he's just not there yet and you're not exclusive yet. So that's just the way it is. But I don't think that means he's not, mad about you do you know what I'm saying I do think it's normal to be like because put it this way say you was in your mindset that you are now and you went on a holiday and you've seen a bloke that you really fancied and he's like what's your insta and you told each other your instagrams that wouldn't mean that you don't actually want to go home and see th- where things go with Ben it just means that you're still single and you're not in that commitment mindset yet and you're just seeing someone a little bit sexy and that's that's as deep as it is so I just think maybe just try to be chill and just try to be like you know I will ask him when he gets back if anything's happened and just say oh you can be honest with me like like you know we're not exclusive or anything just be honest with me and hopefully he is and then I think after this holiday is when you could have the exclusivity chat if that's something you do want do you know what I mean you know, if he hasn't done anything with anyone else and just, you know, or even if he has, if, if that's something you still want, just be like, look, I, I don't like this feeling of like wondering if you're talking to other people. So like, are we exclusive? Are we not? Like, is that something you want? You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Sometimes I feel like I give advice and people listen like, no, Leah, Leah, please. I hope this girl does not listen to her. But 
you know, I'm just your bestie giving you my personal opinion on that. It's probably easier said than done. Like, if I was in your shoes, I'd be fucking losing my shit, to be honest, but whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do another dilemma. Okay, another lad's holiday one. Oh, love you to the last babe. Love you so much. My boyfriend is going on a lad's holiday to Zanti in a few weeks. Although I don't have any reason not to trust him, I'm still a bit nervous about him going. He's going at the same time that I'm going on a family holiday though. So I guess I won't have time to overthink as much than I would if I was stuck at home. Any advice? Okay, yeah, it definitely helps that you're also on holiday. My advice is get some sexy bikini content, sexy holiday content, yeah. So his heart is pounding in Zanti for you babe (laughs) what I think is you will just it's one of them things where when your boyfriend or girlfriend goes on a lads or girls holiday we just have to just trust them because there is nothing else we can do you know you can drive yourself crazy you can message them you haven't spoken to anyone have you you don't fancy anyone have you you haven't had sex on me you haven't cheated on me you can do that but it is fucking pointless we choose peace, we choose trust and love, and we choose the universe will always work in my favor. We choose the truth always comes out. So why would I be stressed and worrying? I can just sit back and trust this person. And if anything out of the ordinary did happen, I will know about it eventually and I will deal with it then. But me sitting here and stressing and panicking about it isn't gonna isn't gonna help. It's just gonna ruin my peace. It's just gonna ruin everything. So we choose trust, we choose, we choose, I'm fucking incredible, so if you did disrespect me, that's fucking embarrassing from you, because look at me, okay, that's the mentality you choose, okay, (laughs) because we choose peace and love, we choose peace and love, have the best time, babe, be good, yeah, okay, have the best time, send me, how about keep your location on, (laughs) you know what, sometimes location can be a bad thing, because you'll be checking it every second, and then you get into this like toxic way. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Love you. I just, you know, you're amazing. Don't doubt how incredible you are. You're absolutely the best thing that's ever happened to this guy. Remember that. So have fun on your holiday, babe. And get some sexy content. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love you guys. Let's wrap up the episode. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you made it to the end, we're best friends for life. It's official. I love you and appreciate you so much. Whatever you guys want to do on Friday for the episode, let me know. Send me a DM right now. Any ideas that you've got, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Leah on the line so you can get involved with your weekly debate responses, with any dilemmas, any questions, any polls that I put up, whatever it is, it's all happening at Leah on the line. Also follow my personal Instagram while we're here at Leah Levine. That's where I reply to most of your DMs and like have proper chats with you guys. Also on TikTok at Leah Levine whilst I'm doing some shameless promoting and yeah I love you I hope you all had a great week last week because I didn't catch up with you properly until now I've missed you so good to be back I can't wait to talk to you on Friday I don't know what the episode will be we could do the um would you rather red flags edition because we did x last time we could do the red flags one because that was a 50 50 poll 
for which one you wanted so we could do that one so let me know if that's what you want and yeah I love you so much have an amazing week and I will speak to you on Friday for a brand new episode all right I love you bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.